0: This episode of The League Rundown is brought to you by Moxie and Zen. Check out moxieandzen.com slash t or just use the code t-force for 20% off of your order. Premium, inexpensive boxers made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, leaving your bot lane feeling fresh. Compared to the rest, none of them will keep you as comfy as Moxie and Zen. Hundred and twenty-two of the league rundown brought to you by the Trinity Force Network. This is the LCS and LEC Playoff Review Part 2. I'm your host, Sean Jaco And I'm joined today by some esteemed co-hosts and one who unfortunately fell off the planet. We have the ever-present Jack Soman. Twitch.tv slash Jack Soman. We have, fresh out of the can, it's the Trash Panda himself. It Mr. is
1: Patrick. the Trash Panda. I, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm now proud of this moniker. It's fine.
0: You've accepted it. I've accepted it. We've bullied you into it's, it.
1: Uh, isn't that like stage three of the... Yeah, it's stage three, isn't it? Acceptance. I think it's
0: stage five, right? Acceptance is accept it's it.
1: stage five. Oh, okay. Well, just kidding. It's stage five. All right,
0: through cool. To stage five, baby. <laughs> <Congratulations>. <laughs> the true cycle of a Casey Rolster fan. Uh, and we have live from his bedroom it's
2: mongoose hello since uh i can shout out something uh go watch the Bayern munich bortmouth game uh the keeper played (laughs) absolutely insane Uh, 16 saves if you are it was 19 19 saves 19 uh so absolutely insane performance from him probably the single best goalie performance
0: of the year and then go watch the liverpool bournemouth <laughs> game which is the exact opposite <laughs> uh, this episode by the way is titled marathon of upsets uh, and someone i would have loved to shout out here live from the lcs studio himself was kangas uh, but unfortunately he was in a streaming room at the riot lcs studios and was kicked out unceremoniously the entire valorant team the actual characters, uh, beat down the door and removed Mark Mar- him Mark from Merrill the studio. called on
1: the cavalry to get our boy <laughs> yeah. Kangas out of the streaming
0: room. It was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Unlucky timing, but if you are a patron, you will get to enjoy uh, at least hearing about all the incredible things <laughs> we went through to try to get him on the cast, and then suddenly, it was all cut so, so short. Yep. Alright, let's get rolling. We got a shit ton to talk about, you guys. Uh, Riot News, LCK and LPL Playoff Updates. Badger uh, I'm going to give you the LCK one, and then Mongoose, if you want to follow it with the LPL one, that would be amazing. Badger, go for it.
1: So, LCK update. Gen G, 3-0'd T1 in the finals. Mild shock. Semi-trucks rolling outside the T1 headquarters as we speak, probably. Uh, Gauntlet for LCK starts on Thursday. Uh, game one on Thursday is going to be dom Juan. Damwon Kia versus Live Sandbox winner of that is the 3rd seed from Korea going to Worlds. Friday is Casey Rolster versus DRX. That's going to be the loser of that is knocked out for the season. And then on Saturday it's the loser of Damwon and Live versus the winner of KT and DRX and whoever wins that series is the 4th seed and goes into play-ins. Godspeed to anybody who gets
0: them in their group. Good luck. We're all counting on you, <laughs> says every LCS fan and LAC fan to those going through the planes. All right, LPL update. Mongoose, you've been watching LPL? I've been watching. I just throw you under the bus? A little bit of LPL. Oh, uh, we have
2: uh, finals coming up on the 1st of JDG versus Top Esports. Top Esports making a little bit of a run through losers to finally get there, but JDG firing on all cylinders. They look so freaking good. This team looks like a team that the LPL would send that would absolutely crash and burn uh, in (laughs) groups. Um, But very excited for them. Uh, Those two teams, I think, will be going to Worlds. I think both of them are qualified now. Um, Yes, both of them are qualified for Worlds. And we have the regional uh gauntlet starting for lpl on the second so the day after with rng edg and then on the third we have v5 lng so only uh two of those teams can make it um so we will not see uh we will not see some big names from the lpl this year um, which is very uh, sad for some people and very happy for some others
1: LPL gauntlet same way LCK gauntlet is, which actually is just copying LPL gauntlet RNG and EDG play winner of that is the third seed from the LPL going to worlds V5 versus LNG is the series on Saturday and the loser of that is knocked out. So then it's the loser of RNG EDG versus the winner of V5 LNG on Sunday winner of that series, fourth seed from LPL and goes into play-ins and Godspeed to anybody who has to play one of those teams, especially if it's MSI champions, RNG world champions, EDG, or one of those two hyped rosters that is on the bottom side of that as well. Good luck to anybody who draws them.
0: Interestingly enough of the teams who are confirmed so far for worlds, uh, only one is an MSI representative, correct? T one, T one, yeah, yeah, right, I think so. yeah. No, G two, G two, G two is already super locked. Super early, yeah, yeah. So yeah. G two's locked. Um, so it's G two and T one are the only two that actually mm-hmm. have made it back already. Everyone else seems to have to run either a gauntlet through losers in order to make it mm-hmm. back, or Spoiler's they're from. Uh, Or they're from a minor region. Yeah. yeah. Every world's
1: World's team except the LCS seeding and the TCL representative will be figured out by Sunday afternoon. So we should have a a clear picture as to who's going to worlds next week and we can kind of start talking about it. And if you're Bickle and Mongoose and I making top 20 lists, all the top 20
0: lists. If you want to join me in making bottom twenty lists, um, Dude, honestly, that's what you, I will be doing I, instead. If
1: you want to do that, if you want to make a bottom twenty players going to Worlds list, I will. I will react to it accordingly.
3: No, uh, you got to make have it have the exact same car- players. It has to be the bottom twenty in Worlds group stage. You have to skip play ins for that. No, no, no. no, no. The
0: funniest part in. is when I put <laughs> the group in. stage
2: players in with it, despite <laughs> it being. <laughs> <playing players>. <laughs> <laughs> And before uh, the entirety of
0: LLA goes in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just the bottom
2: five. <laughs> oh, I
0: hate that region so much. All right, Worlds 2022. Um, congrats to the following teams for locking in Worlds. Just to reiterate it, Rogue, Mad Lions, 100 Thieves, Isurus from LLA, JDG, and C9 have all confirmed their spots at Worlds. Uh, we still have plenty to go. Most of the major regions still have a gauntlet to run specifically for the final roles. Uh, e, the only kind of odd we'll duck here is EU because it's a top four seed, um, but their playoffs were not purpose built for top fours to go on. So it's a little bit of a weird one. Uh, we'll know them by the end of the weekend. Uh, we've already talked about that a little bit. So let's move on to roster news. Uh, staying in the LEC MVP is your boy. It's the Belgian man. In the mid lane. It's Niski. Mad Lions Niski is the MVP for the summer split. The coaching staff of the split, though, over in the LCS. <laughs> Think card of the boys. It's CLG, baby. <laughs> uh, rookie of the year, to no surprise, is Jojo Pune. Uh, don't really know if there was much of a gap between him or the second best player, uh, but I assume it was relatively substantial since Danny is not eligible. Uh, and I think Berserker. He, I think Berserker was the other one, right? But I still yeah. think JoJo had this in a runaway, um, especially given the results of the regular season and going to MSI. Golden Guardians news, uh, yeah. Kind of odd to hear this, right? Uh, Inero has announced that he is stepping back next year as a head coaching role and will instead be shifting to a GM-type role, probably still remaining with the Golden Guardians. Um, we assume just becoming their GM in name, uh, as he probably already was operating in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, so good luck to him. Good luck to Golden Guardians. They're going to need it. Other news. Mongoose. What should the the people be doing if they want to get more
2: connected? You should uh, come join the community Discord. If it were not for Kangas, we would all be in there right now playing games with you all. Uh, So you can go and blame him for making us move to Monday and then getting kicked out of the room. Um, But come join for community game night. Come join for predictions. Come join for all of the fun things that we do and more. Uh, And if there's something that you want to do and have a community... Uh, You can come join, see if people are interested. We have a lot of different uh, people who like a lot of different games. So yeah, it's not just for League, it's for uh, just the community to be very wholesome and very nice to each other and everyone. Mm
0: -hmm. And we have a very, very nice time. No one ever gets upset. So true, Bestie. The only toxicity we have is Jax and his friends talking about Poe every goddamn day for two hundred messages. But you can fair, just, just to prove me wrong about not wanting to make them their own channel.
3: We asked for our own Path of Exile channel, and Duffy said no, just like he says no, no to me having an anime channel. So now he gets to yes. put up with Path of Exile and other games and anime in general.
0: It's his own damn fault. Such such is the curse I must bury and bear. I should have just gone with Bear. I tried to quarantine
3: my shit so he wouldn't have to see it, and he said no.
0: He wants (laughs) Mm -hmm. to see it. He's he's a complainer. I am being tempered (laughs) by your terrible, terrible things um i saw an awful meme regarding uh, anime and i'm going to not talk about it on the cast but it was very funny and i will send it to you later please uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> let's move on we got to talk about some fun stuff we're going to start with the lec we we're going to do the lcs uh to make sure kangas could join us and then he just got kicked out <laughs> real fast so instead we're going to start lec this was their first weekend of action we had round one uh played which was rogue versus mad lions then g2 versus misfits Finally, fanatic versus Excel in the loser's bracket. The winner of Rogue versus. Mad would confirm themselves for worlds. The winner of G2 misfits would confirm themselves for worlds, with G2 spoiler alert already being confirmed.
1: Whoa just by making it Whoa
0: Crazy. Whoa, It's almost like we knew that last week, but Right, I'm, I'm reiterating for everyone who was kind of confused as to why certain things happen. When Rogue beat. Mad Lions, let this past weekend, it ultimately did not change Mad Lions' fate regarding making it to Worlds. And that's because, in the other match, G2 defeated Misfits, confirming because of their seed and the way they fell into the gauntlet that Mad, Rogue, and G2 would at least be the last three of the four teams remaining.
3: It is important to note that because they won their series, G2 and Rogue... Cannot get the fourth seed in EU anymore. They are guaranteed to be pool one in play-ins at the worst. Mm -hmm. So they will not have to go against the LPL or Korea representatives that we mentioned earlier in the news segment, assuming that we get a four group play-ins like we're expecting.
0: And that's because, this is something I keep forgetting, seeds three and four for the LEC are through play-ins because essentially one of them is just pulling the Russian team out of worlds and replacing Mm -hmm. them with the closest region, the nearest region to their heart, Ukraine and Berlin, the LEC. All right. Uh, So let's talk about the matches that actually occurred. Uh, We'll start with the fun one. Let's go losers bracket, baby, because Excel... Was roaring, right? 2-0. I thought, damn, Fnatic didn't even show up to play. Uh, Yamato refuses to ban Yumi. You know, this is an incredible just series for XL, really showing they deserve to now make it to Worlds. After barely starting even a playoff run, they're really in it. They're going to do it, everyone. And Jax, what immediately happened?
3: Okay. Fnatic does reverse sweep the series, But I want to start out with the entirety, all five games, all of us in the Discord, in the watch party, were screaming at Yamato's drafts every fucking game. Literally all five. Even after Fnatic had won two of them, we were just like, no, what are you doing? It (laughs) was, this was the most painful reverse sweep I have seen in my memory.
0: This was tough to watch. It's tough because how does that third game end, Jax? Oh, God. Th- I don't it's even freaking remember. Third game. This is the game we're in. It's a back and forth match. Excel finally gets nearly a clean team wipe. All that remains from Fnatic is their top laner in Wonder and I believe their jungler. They race to the base thinking, we don't even need to take Drake. We don't need to take any neutral objectives. We're just going to win the game right here, right now. Clean sweep. And Wonder proceeds to give one of the greatest, groggiest defenses of all time. Oh, Fnatic yes. wipes two, including the Sivir, from Excel and wins the game off of it. Fucking brutal. Yeah, like,
3: okay. Kudos to Wonder. That is the most clutch play. It was so... So good. He did literally every single individual part perfectly. Also, because I've railed about it before, he went fucking tank Gragas, not shitty AP Gragas. Thank fuck. Thank you, Wonder, for building correctly. But just his play in that defense there was absolutely immaculate. It's a shame about the rest of the series.
0: <laughs> shame for Excel. but Fnatic a shame for Fanatic too. Hard. Let's be
3: real. No one
0: won it this isn't... series. Yeah. This was a tough match. Uh, this is a tough series to watch, especially after the first two games. And Deuce. Fnatic is like drafting the exact same draft mm-hmm. every mm-hmm.
2: single game. It was Lucian Nami in almost every game except for one, Silas in almost every single game except for one, and Poppy in every single game except for one. The only person playing something different was Wonder. And it was just like. Okay, we've seen that you can win on this, but will you be able to win against teams that actually ban the things that you're doing well with, or or are you just gonna get completely shred by Yumi every other game where the team can actually play it and actually use it well?
3: And here's the most aggravating part. The Silas and the Poppy every game, totally fine. Those are meta champions, they're good situationally and in general. And there was never like they were never a bad choice in any of these games. It's the rest of it. It's I I cannot wrap my head around picking Lushunami, A currently in general, but B, it's supposed to be a lane dominant duo, and then losing lane to a Sivir Yumi, which is about the least lane
2: dominant thing I can think of. Hmm. And look at the it, players that they're putting mm-hmm. it on. It's upset hilly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you think of two champions for those two players, neither of these champions are anywhere near your top five or top ten.
3: Okay, Mm -hmm. Upset Lucian, I'm fine with it as a general concept, and he played it really well, to be clear. It's Hillazang Nami. Nami is like the antithesis of everything
0: that Hillazang represents. To be fair, he does try to go melee mode a few times. So... His tries. (laughs) Uh, It was a tough series to watch for both teams. Uh, Excel just seemed to lose all ability to play the game after the disastrous end of Game 3. Really fell apart Game 4 and 5. really. It was so tough to watch because, to me, they were the better team the entire series, and their mental was just broken. The coaching staff was not able to bring it back, didn't do enough within the pick-and-ban phase. And this is something I actually really want to talk about Now, I don't know how much time we're going to get to talk about it throughout, but I think this weekend of playoffs has been the best example of how important pick and ban is than any other weekend of any other league, of any other region, of any other year of League of Legends. Yeah. Every region that played League of Legends this past weekend did so in playoffs, did so in best of fives. And you could clearly see the difference between teams who were ready to win at pick and ban and those who thought, I just need to get on the rift and then I can potentially win. And the teams that were prepped, those are the teams that succeeded. We talked a little bit about it with LCK. Yeah, that's where, the, that's where it started. Gen G dominated SKT from pick and ban onwards same thing happened here in many and many of these games and particularly in a couple of these series that we'll get to later Uh, but this is one where excel just failed to adapt at all no mental couldn't put it together Razorc came up huge by the way in three of these five games um while being outperformed by marcoon uh beforehand that was a difference maker Razorc was fantastic in the games they needed to win wonder was excellent in their wins as well um, Humanoid stopped inting quite as hard. Uh, upset was just as good as we've hoped for from him once he got into, into decent positions to actually do stuff. Uh, and he will saying he had a quiet series, but whatever. We'll talk more about Fnatic when we get to their preview show, uh, or their preview um, of the second round of The Lower Seed. But let's talk everything else. Let's talk at the top of the table, Rogue versus Mad Lions. Ah, this one hurt me. Mongoose, do you want to talk about this one a little bit? Uh, yeah, so this, this series
2: went back and forth. I think it was the most back and forth series of the weekend. Um, but Mad Lions looked so strong coming out in game one that I was like, okay, this, this series is going to be just a complete wash. And then Rogue comes back out and is actually kind of doing super well. I think they tried some really risky stuff in game three. Um, which I don't I don't necessarily hate if it was working in scrims and you're pulling it out just to see if it works. Um, it unfortunately didn't, but they were able to bring it back after that. Um, so just really good stuff from Rogue. I think Malrong played exceptionally well. I think all of us were looking at him coming into this game um, and expecting him to be the one that would either make or break Rogue. Um, so I was really happy to see at least him kind of step up and really happy to see Odo, um, do as well as he did, uh, Arma kind of fell a little short this weekend. Um, I think he was the biggest point for Mad's downfall. Um, and unfortunately, uh, for Mad, they don't really get too punished by losing here as they've already locked in worlds. So it, it could just be that they're not playing as serious as they should. Um, but still, it's it's kind of sad to see Mad Lions fall kind of like this when everyone expected them to be the better team on the weekend.
0: I thought Armut may... Coming back to the point I made before, Armut on the rift may have been the weakest point of Mad Lions, but I hated the draft decisions mm-hmm. f- by Mad. Uh, Mangus, what is Malrong's best champ, bar none? Uh, much like... My favorite player that came mm-hmm. to NA, mm-hmm. uh, it was Jarvin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many games of Jarvin did he get to play this series? Because Mad Lions only banned it so many times. They, uh, he got to play it
2: four times. Mad Lions actually never banned it. They opted out of mm-hmm. playing it one game because it was the weird comp that they went for. Um, but it is kind of concerning when your jungler is playing the same champ over and over and over. Of course you want to win, yes, but if you're not being able, or if you're not able to win on other things, it is kind of scary when other teams are actually prepared to
0: draft against you. Mm -hmm. I, this was, I was more disappointed in the MAD coaching staff than I was even in Armut's play, because Rogue may have given one or two weird looks that MAD Lions ultimately worked with, didn't work with to a certain degree, but rogue had a very basic game plan that kept working and mad just like was cool with it just kept letting him draft it kept letting him play it comp got to play some weird things the gin pick was a very odd one in game three um but the other uh games all had much more stable much more uh meta picks um except for game five game five was fucking wild uh badger do you remember game five's bot lane for rogue to close out the series uh caitlin Lux. Caitlin fucking Lux, man. And
1: Trimby had the most damage yeah, until Trimby. like 22, 23 minutes in the game, something like that. He was like doubling like everybody on rogues damage at that point just because he was getting so much value out of Lux.
0: Dude, he just yeah, he hit was, every fucking bind. He did, and he was put in a really good position too. Mm-hmm. Both he and comp kind of got stopped a little bit in the mid game. But they still seemed to deal so much damage and they far outranged anything that the Lushanami bot lane tried to do. And honestly, what the entire rest of Mad tried to do. This is like, honestly, another dra- draft diff. And Mad just wasn't prepared for it, didn't know what the hell to do. I was very disappointed. It was super fun to watch something different, something new. Um, and Rogue pulled it off really well. Is Caitlin back? Kitten's not bad. No. Right?
2: I think we might see mm-hmm. luck support come up more because I think it was super strong. It's not the W luck support that we saw last year. Um, but in this game, when Trimby got ahead, he had 25% of his team's damage. Um, mm-hmm. and it was sh- mm-hmm. just shy of comp having 25.5%. Um, but still, Trimby played absolutely insane when people were diving on this team comp, they were going for Trimby. Shemby was putting out so much poke was just so oppressive and could just hold so much uh, so much of an area that it made it hard for this Mad Lions comp that had pretty much zero range to actually get on top of them. So it's just one of those things that Duffy was talking about where it's just the draft was so much in favor of one team and the draft actually mattered so much that it just felt super hard. No matter how much Mad actually came back in this game, it just felt like they were behind.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a meatball comp, and they didn't get far enough ahead for them to just run them down. Um, <clears throat> there's some other fun stuff in here, too. Uh, I think Nisky had one of his worst performances uh, in a mad jersey. Um, so we'll see how they look coming out. But congrats to Rogue. They locked in their worlds with this. They secured it, which they weren't sure about until this match uh, ended. Um, and then were further um, sure of it after the G2 match, which we'll talk about right now. Uh, hey, Badger. Hey, buddy. Hey. (laughs) Want to talk a little G2 Misfits? Maybe set it up, and then uh, we'll kick it over to Jax.
1: G2 and Misfits. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to Jax it.
0: (laughs) Jax, go for it. Hey,
1: hey, hey, hey. My introduction (laughs) was more exciting than the series,
0: okay? (laughs) Oh, brutal. (laughs) All right. That was the intro for you, Jax. I know you're really enjoying it. Okay. So, Misfits won a game.
3: They got... Giga smashed in game one. They won game two pretty soundly. And then the other two games were a close one and then another Giga smash. It it wasn't a great series for Misfits. Let's be real. I mean, I even said last week, even though I predicted Misfits to win, that I was trolling and G2 was absolutely going to take this. So no one's surprised at this outcome. Um, The fact that they took a game off G2 is promising. Because they have to beat Fnatic to make it to Worlds. And if they just got 3-0'd by G2, that's a lot more concerning for their chances of beating this iffy-looking Fnatic. The fact that they could Mm -hmm. take a game off the probable season champions. Not bad. Um, So the actual games themselves, like, we got to see Yankos play Nocturne in Game 1 and just absolutely pop off. Right place, right time. Caps on Ari was just an unkillable death god. Game two was <laughs> largely just Neon got a lead against a Nami because, again, Nami is shit, and then Neon was like, Hi, I'm Sivir with a lead, and just kind of steamrolled. Also, this was the game where, like, Zanzara and Irrelevant really just actually gave him the front line he needed. The other games, mm-hmm. they were too far behind to properly front line for Neon, and Neon is absolutely, like, the carry for Misfits right now. VTO is the mm-hmm. playmaker, but Neon is the carry. Mm-hmm. Um, game three, I hate when Kalista succeeds, and this was a really clean Kalista game from Flackid. Like, fuck Kalista, man. That champion is so shit, except when she stomps. And this wasn't even like she stomped Lane. It was she stomped the rest of the map because Neon also had a good game. <laughs> um, and then Flacken got Zeri, and this was the weird one. Like, G2 draft in game four is fucking stupid. G2 should have lost this game and it go to game five despite getting Zeri for Flacken because for some reason Caps plays Renekton mid- Against a Corki, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then is allowed to exist. And I don't understand what the fuck Misfits are doing, that they're not just being like, hi, Renekton, you're completely out of your depth. You can't lane here.
0: Like, It's a counterpick, isn't it? Isn't it specifically into the Corki? No, they
2: flex the Renekton because of the... There was the Sejuani, so they locked the Renekton, and then yep. Misfits picked the Orn. And Orn so kind of just 20. hard yeah, smashes shit. Renekton.
0: Shit's on Renekton. Yeah,
2: it was a flex.
3: It was definitely for G2. It was the right choice relative to putting Renekton against the Orn.
0: But he should Jungle have lost this. Renekton. Lane. This was this was entirely clawed, by like, the way. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> this is the stompiest season or series of the entire weekend in the West, and the fact that G2 could do this get outmaneuvered within the draft and still figure out a win. Does G2 look like they're back? Yeah. At least this weekend? I think this weekend they look like they're back, but
2: if your draft sucks, it kind of is scary going into Worlds because we see this every single year where a team looks super strong in the region, but their drafting is just bad, and they have just players that are better um, mechanically, and then come playing LPL or L C K they just lose. And so yeah. I hope G two can actually step up their draft. I think the first three bands uh only changed once, and that was Misfits changing out the Lucian for the Senna ban. Um, but it was pretty much only seven bands out of the first six. Um so it was it was kind of boring in that aspect, but I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant to say G2's back just because I think Misfits wasn't necessarily the toughest opponent, um, and the draft was also just like... Uh, Misfits felt like they just didn't know what to do.
0: hmm Prep work. Prep work for BO is pretty tough.
2: Oh, uh, and stop picking Misfits. Skarner. That thing actually sucks. It is the worst champion in Summoner's Rift, and I don't know why it keeps getting picked in pro. It, it's it's pretty bad. who's
0: their jungler? Who's their jungler? I don't
2: yeah. care. That, that's the, case. <laughs> he's, the he's, he's only
3: got a champ pool of three. It's fucking on, Zanzara Pick one of the other two. G <laughs> two banned Poppy and Trundle, and Misfits yeah, had banned it. Draven, or, or not Draven, Jarvan. So like, uh-huh. what the fuck is Zanzara gonna play? We're gonna put him on fucking Wukong or some shit. No, he doesn't know how to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't got hands for a goose. Yeah, it's it's play There's a Udyr. reason I was it's complaining
3: better. about the Zanzara bring in when they got
0: <laughs> him. They should have, he should have played Zach. Just throwing it out there. I got my ass beat by Zach, and so now I think he's really good. That's how it works. I I mean, played T- he played by He pretty School League. Mm-hmm. All right. That's enough for the upper bracket. G2's looking pretty dang good, but it was only Misfits. Misfits has some high points, though, in Neon looking very, very strong. Oh, yeah. Vithio looking like a great setup uh, carry from the mid lane. Uh, just the rest of the map might be a little too irrelevant. All right, Losers Bracket, uh, Fnatic versus Excel, we've already talked about it, but let's talk about what's up and coming. Fnatic, by winning, faces off against the lowest seed of the Losers, which was Misfits. So Fnatic will take on Misfits to begin the weekend. Uh, This will occur at 9 a.m., Friday, September 2nd, P.S.T., then the next match will be Rogue versus G2 Esports for the upper bracket semifinals. This will be 8 a.m. on Saturday, the September 3rd, PST. Sunday will be Mad Lions as the Gauntlet semi-boss, awaiting the winner of Fnatic and Misfits at 8 a.m. Sunday, September 4th, PST.
1: Fnatic Misfits. All right. Winner qualifies for Worlds. Yes.
3: True. Because That's the spot. the loser of the Sunday game gets fourth seed, the winner gets to play for second seed against the loser of mm-hmm. G two Rogue.
0: Otherwise, there is nominally any difference between third and fourth seed. Yes. You both just end up in plans. No, there is a huge difference because third well, seed I mean, dodges
3: LPL, LCK, and NA number three.
0: Oh, do they get pool Yeah, yeah, they, they get, get they get um Yeah. Yeah, third seed?
1: four is pool two. Yeah. Yeah. Third seed gets to be be a play-in
3: boss along with the other major regions. Fourth seed gets stuck with one of the other three major regions. Again, there are five major region teams in play-ins and only four get to advance.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So someone's Mad not Lions. making it out.
2: <laughs> Mad
3: Lions, Mad Lions.
0: <laughs> don't do it! <laughs> don't do it, guys.
2: Watch,
1: right, watch them lose misfits. to
3: Misfits and actually get fourth oh, seed 100%. and then get knocked out by LPL or something.
1: I can't wait to see Mad Lions versus LNG is like the or something like that. Like Mad Lions versus EDG is the uh, as the who makes, who gets knocked out of the tournament and has to swim home series. <laughs> That's
0: a Bo five, right?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Is that a BO5? I, yeah, I, I be don't know what be the I plans format will yeah, be for the actual knockout if portion. You, if you make it into it as the tops, no matter what, it's a best of five to get into it. So there's going to be four best of fives to get into group stage. Got
0: it. Oh, boy. This is gonna be it's going to be great, world. isn't it? All right. Well, before we get there, we've got a bit of a journey of our own. Fnatic versus Misfits kicks us off. We have a very split cast here. Is it? I have Fnatic in a full five game. Badger has Fnatic in a full five game. Mongoose has a clean sweep from Fnatic. Bickle has hedged his bets with a 3-1 for Fnatic. Kangas and Jax share the same birthday. No, I'm kidding. The same (laughs) score and end result. Misfits, 3-1. All right, Jax, why does Misfits, despite getting so unceremoniously dumped from the upper bracket, deserve a 3-1 victory over Fnatic?
3: Because Fnatic is going to draft Lucian Nami all four fucking games, and it's
0: only going to work once. Oh, shit. Okay, all right. Let's go to the other side of that coin. Mongoose, 3-0. Fnatic, why how? Because if Fnatic loses a game, they mental boom and lose the series, so they're going to have to 3-0. <laughs> so they have to clean sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the 3-2 answer here. Fnatic is... I think a team that needed to go through this journey in order to pull off anything successful. Misfits is a clusterfuck of a team. Absolute clusterfuck. If Razork plays how he did in three, or really four out of those five games, against Misfits, against Zanzara, <laughs> Fnatic's got this in the bag. Okay. But hear me
3: out. Are you going to be predicting a reverse sweep again? Misfits win the first two and then Fnatic reverse sweeps? Or do you think this is like a... No,
0: I actually have them. I have red side winning just every time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, I have red side winning. But I have Misfits erroneously picking blue side. Because I think they're not very smart. Blue side has like a disproportionately Oh, I mean, sorry. The, re- the reverse. The reverse. Sorry. Okay. As soon as I said that, I was like, wait, hold on. That's I was going right. to say...
1: <laughs> I'm, I was I'm like, OK, I'm going to let him go with this rationale and then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah. Blue side.
1: Isn't yes. it globally? Blue side has like a 60 percent win rate in playoffs or some bullshit. And every region except LCS.
0: Mm-hmm. Where red side actually works. It's incredible. All right. Just NA that's things. enough for the losers bracket. We're going to come back to it briefly, but we still got to talk winners bracket. Rogue versus G2. Uh, you all might be shocked to hear this. But in a best of five, every single one of us has G2 overcoming Rogue. Congratulations
1: rogue for making it to coin. summer finals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the exact way they win it. I have a full five game, as does Bickle. Uh Kangas has a reverse sweep specifically from G2. Um Mongoose <laughs> somehow has G2 6-0. I'm assuming saying that rogues making it back to the finals and think he's going to get three zeroed again, yeah. despite the fact that you have fanatic beating. Okay. Hon- Don't honestly, worry. We're getting there. We're going to get there. Yeah. Okay. Plausible. And then, uh, Jax, you have just the regular three zero, uh, badger with the three one, um, badger. I'm going to give this one to you. Why does G2 win in three, one, the most boring score of all time?
1: Because G2 is a better team,
0: but they do be doing some trolling at times. Mmm, they doobie-doobie-doo. That's true. All right, uh, I would love to go to someone else for a counterpoint. But Mongoose, why 6-0?
2: Well, Fnatic beats Mad, so they don't actually beat Rogue and knock them out. But Rogue uh, makes it back, and uh, I think G2 is just a better team, and uh, Rogue loves to choke in finals. So uh, what better way to choke than uh, getting 0-3, you know?
0: Cool. All right, I'm going to add just a little color here. I was not a fan of Rogue's pick and ban. I think they got really, really lucky that Mad did not challenge them basically at all. I believe in Game 5, uh, Mad even gave up the Nar to Rogue, which is Armwood's best champion. Now, Nar has been pretty heavily nerfed, um, but it worked out damn well for Odo Omne. Um, and ah. without the advantage there, I just fail to see how Rogue beats G2, who I think is better
3: individually. I was not impressed by Rogue or Mad in their series, and that's why I put G2 Mm -hmm. as a 3-0. I am probably realistically going to be predicting all of the lower bracket series until the finals as 3-2s for whoever I pick, and
0: then G2 3-0 in the finals. (laughs) It's fair enough. It's happened before. Time is a flat circle. Uh, all right, we're going to move on. Uh, Fanatic versus Misfits. The winner of that will face Mad Lions on Sunday. They get one day of rest, uh, conveniently not actually on the Sunday Sabbath. Um, and we'll have to then face off against a bit of a mob boss here in Mad. Uh, we've got, as you would imagine, all over the place. All three teams have victory here for us, all three possible teams. <laughs> I have Mad Lions and a clean 3-0. Badger's got a Mad 3-1, which bodes poorly for me. Bickle also has them in a 3-1, which bodes really well for me, so I don't know who to <laughs> Does believe. Does it
1: counteract if Bickle and I pick the same <laughs> think, thing?
0: Yeah, I think now it just comes down to my own ability to predict, which has not been great this week. <laughs> um, Jax and Kangas both have a full five-game series where Misfits takes it. Uh, shocking me, personally, that Kangas has done I that. Know, I know. Uh, make me think. <laughs> I think you copied your homework a little bit there, bud. Um, I don't know. His predictions Mongoose. on
3: everything else are different, so I don't know. I think he just agrees oh, with Misfits,
0: me. Fnatic is the same one as well. Mongoose has a five-game win for Fnatic over Mad Lions. Already given the rationale for that. Uh, we got a couple to go through. Jacks Misfits, 3-2 over Mad.
3: I like Misfits more, and I think every lower bracket
0: series is a 3-2 at this point, because all these teams suck. Ooh. I love it. All right. Uh, Badger, Mad 3-1. You don't
1: even have them playing. Oh, Fnatic. Oh, Fnatic. <laughs> Fnatic will get lucky one game.
0: <laughs> okay. That's, uh, I, I, I got bad. nothing else. They're that bad. All right. Other side of that coin, Mongoose, Fnatic winning in the 3-2. Fnatic will get lucky three games. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: uh, no, I think uh,
2: Fnatic after the uh, two games or the two days that they get off um, because realistically, Misfits will be a day off as well. Um M- mm-hmm. you gotta Just like five head like. this you gotta
3: say like cause you have Fnatic 3 owing ing Misfits you gotta say like they pick Lucian Nami in all three of those games so Matt actually bans one part of that combo and then <laughs> Fnatic plays like Twitch Yumi and therefore they win a couple of games all I'm
2: saying is my predictions were almost perfect last week so uh I am uh I don't know I'm pretty big brain this week and this could potentially give us Fnatic G2 finals and that would be awesome that would be cool. It's been a while, right? It has been a long while.
3: Yeah. Thanks to No <laughs> <Nah>, I mean, <laughs> we've had, had Fnatic G2 matches at least, just not finals. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's really sad yeah, when they don't even the meet return. up in a best of five.
0: Yeah. It's going to be unfortunate when it doesn't happen again. Mad baby, let's go. All right. We're jumping on over though. We're going to talk much more about the LEC after this next weekend uh, as we will know all four teams that will be going to Worlds and they'll just be fighting for seating. seeding. But let's talk LCS. We're going to hop on over the pond and go to the most beautiful place on God's green earth. That's right, downtown Santa Monica with the LCS studios where there are poros and other fun plushy things to be thrown at the audience all out of a Bud Light bucket that I screamed and yelled for two weeks ago. And then this past weekend, someone was given that bucket in the audience and it wasn't me and I'm fucking mad about it. Should have told him Um, it was your birthday yeah oh, you're right that i gotta be milking that more often considering <laughs> how many times i have a birthday every week it feels like this yes. um yes. also if you haven't checked it out yet kangas put together a great pitch on twitter for the correct mascots for every lcs team uh you should definitely check it out it's quite fun to talk about i think tsm and clg particularly were on the head here's a little bit of a, a spoiler alert tsm's mascot should be a seagull with a backwards baseball cap. <laughs> it's Bay Life, and nothing sounds more like my, my, my than a crowd chanting TSM when they're not even playing. <laughs> CLG, can you guess what that one was, Badger? What is the most counter-logic animal you can think of?
1: I don't know. I didn't actually watch I'll it. G- I'm not going to
0: lie. I'll give you a hint. It also happens to be the name of the general manager for the league division of... CLG. Anyone? No? It's a platypus, baby. Nothing makes sense. It lays eggs, but it's somewhat a mammal. It has venomous talons and a beak. What is going on? Someone, dear God, please help me. There are many other wonderful gems. Go check it out. Giving away content for free. You're welcome, America, and thus the world. All right. We got a lot of things to be thankful for over the past weekend cuz we had so much goddamn League of Legends. Oh, help me. Uh, 2 weekends ago we saw CLG take on Cloud9 and we saw Team Liquid beat FlyQuest to drop them all to losers bracket, which is what we uh, saw to start off past weekend. TSM played FlyQuest, the losers of that upper bracket match, and Golden Guardians played CLG, the losers to C9 of the upper bracket. Um we also had upper bracket matches between EG and C9 and 100 Thieves Team Liquid. Winners of those qualified instantly for Worlds as they were guaranteed at the Worst Losers Finals. Um, and the losers of those drop down into the losers bracket and will need to fight for their survival. Remember, in the LCS, there are only three seeds. So if you make it into the top three, you're good to go. Otherwise, you're done That's it. Bye-bye. And uh, we do have the gauntlet run written into the actual um, summer playoffs here. So let's talk about it. Let's start uh, upper bracket first. Change it up a little bit. EG versus C9. C9 comes out of a nail-biting series against CLG, wherein arguably they could have lost 3-1 or 3-2 or even close. To, it wouldn't have been a 3-0. There's no way. Uh, they were close to losing. But against Evil Geniuses, uh, I think they shocked a lot of people in the audience including myself mongoose you're the one's most hyped for c9 who i believe you said i never doubted them not, a not for one time. second
2: never mm-hmm. ever
0: could you, mm-hmm. and with that faith rewarded could you tell me how their games went so game 1 they looked so good
2: Oh my goodness. EG did not look like a team although they did have Hecarim which granted has not been a meta pick for a long time. Um And we saw why. <laughs> yeah. We definitely we definitely did see why. It was not uh it was not a good pick at all. Inspired looked very bad, very very poor. Uh and the Camille pick was also really really strong for Fudge. Um I think Camille Oriana might be something that get seen a lot more. I really liked the the pairing together uh, in the C9 game. Uh, game two um, was just another just complete draft diff. I think the draft was really, really good here from C9. I think EG were just trying to put things together and pick weird champions to catch C9 off guard. They had the Ezreal, which we hadn't seen in a while. Um, and then we also had the Aatrox, which not the best champ when the top laner gets counter into it. Um and then game 3, we actually saw some life from EG and making uh Jensen's uh win rate go down on that LeBlanc even though he had a really really good game. Uh the Seraphine Senna bot lane was just a little bit too strong. Uh Danny looked really really good on the Seraphine. Um, as he's mentioned before, that he really likes it. And then game four, we got to see the Jensen Zillion and the Blabber Olaf. So it was, uh, it was a very fun game for C9 fans. <laughs> Quite the Not experience.
0: so much fun for uh, Evil Genius fans who I think felt a little flummoxed throughout the entire series. C9 is just so aggressive. Both CLG and C9 are the two most aggro teams in playoffs still remaining. Uh, I don't think EG was prepared at all for what they were doing every single game, especially when Seraphine was banned game four.
3: Okay. I just want to start with, if you watched this series, you know that the crowd was amazing in this series. Every single time Blabber got a crab, they cheered. Every single time Inspired got a scuttle crab, the crowd booed. And it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny.
1: I I actually didn't like it. I don't know. I'm not a I I like understand the meme. I just like I don't yeah.
3: And it culminates Boo! in boom! It culminates Boo and <laughs> in inspired securing a crab with smite.
1: Oh god! That costs his team soul. Purged that one from my memory banks. I'm sitting there watching. I had to rewind because I thought, wait, did he just smite crab when dragon was at three k HP?
0: And he it did. It was like six k, right but of- yes. Smite it right in front of uh, Sinai. So it's not like, oh, yeah, I'll sneak this. It was like, no, 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 we are dragon dancing. And right in front of you, I'm going to use my item, my summoner spell that will instantly, no matter what, go on a 15-second cooldown during which I cannot secure the dragon
3: soul. It wasn't like he was, like, smiting to not die. It was just a, I want to secure a scuttle crab.
0: Man, I want
1: that speed up, but they can have infernal soul we we prefer the uh, we want cloud soul anyways. He wanted the scuttle vision. Come yeah. on.
0: It, it was <laughs> that they were already on top. The, of. <laughs> the boos and cheers
3: were just a meme until then and then suddenly it was a very accurate appropriate boo. It was I think that was individually the worst single play we saw in the entire weekend.
1: Inspired, Inspired shooting struggled. for the lower
0: bracket buff obviously. Yeah, he did not have a good series. I think out of any of the individual players from EG, I thought he's shown the dullest. Uh, I also think Impact massively struggled. Fudge in all but one game had his number. Completely dominated him. couple of solo kills went his way. Uh, and we got to talk about him because he's a menace. Jensen. Whoo, Eight straight worlds. He has had... He hates straight worlds and he has had already an incredible playoffs. He was fantastic against CLG. And honestly, I think he was even better in this series against JoJo. The amount, how many first bloods did he and Blabber have against JoJo? So many. I think it was three three first bloods uh, where they just jumped on top of him. That was it. JoJo playing his trademark disrespect, Blabber and um, Jensen together punishing it. Good champion pool really broad, able to pull everything out, able to play things into OP stuff, pulls out the LeBlanc into the Azir, controls the game from it. It's It's been really, really nice to see his particular resurgence. And Berserker, of course, fantastic. Um, and I still am not, I'm not, I don't think anything's going to satisfy me about Zven, um, but he had several, plays on Renata in particular over two separate games this series that were picture perfect. They were fantastic. Two Renata ults that I could think of that were literally game changing. Um he's phenomenal especially in the dragon pit area. So he played very very well at least on a handful of these games and was in some way uh the person who changed the tide of the the entire game. Yeah. So damn. And Jensen only died 3
2: three times. Over four games. Over four games. And he died once mm-hmm. in every game except for the final one, where he went three zero and ten on the Zillion. Uh, and I think he only ulted himself like twice. So okay. really, just like he played you, so Zillion,
1: well. the Zillion.
3: You, you guys mm-hmm. have mentioned the champions, but the combo of Renata bailout and Zillion ult is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Because the bailout is it's like a two-second window where Zillian just goes, oh, bailout procs. Okay, let me ult that person, and they are guaranteed to revive. It's so dumb. It's so automatic and free.
0: I hate it.
2: <laughs>
0: you can ban it. You can also just kill them a couple times, because Zillion shouldn't be that impactful as a champ until much later. But both, both players... Jensen and Bjergsen love to pull this out when shit's on the line. Uh, Jensen made it work. We're going to talk about what happened in the other series it's, now. Team. Liquid, I, I was going to
3: say before we go Resident there, this is just the latest yeah. iteration of Cloud9's Undying comp. They did it with Kindred Zillion before. Mm-hmm. This is just the new version of the same shit.
0: <laughs> they could throw Kindred into this comp they too. could. It would it actually, been so It could good. work. Mm-hmm. And Blabber loves his Kindred, so it could work. So we could see this in the finals. How fucking funny would that be? Zillion, Kindred, Renata. What else do we need? Akram top. (laughs) <laughs> That's not what? undying. We need something undying. no, no, no.
2: That is undying. What do you mean? He just kills the rest of them. <laughs> oh my god,
0: Tryndamere made so much. Yeah, more they can be Scion as well. Uh, yeah, sure, Scion. You just throw me for a loop. I don't want to talk to you anymore. We're gonna talk to Liquid versus thieves. That was the <laughs> That was the other upper bracket uh, semi-final here. Um, this was, damn. What a fucking banger of a series. Oh, this yeah. went the distance. 3-2. Uh, you know, they lost, unfortunately, but you're sitting your, your cheeks down on their chair there, Badger. Talk to me about Team Liquid versus 100 Thieves.
1: TL was two dragons and two towers away from getting perfect gamed in the first game. Mm-hmm.
0: To which everyone's
1: like, oh, well, shit, this is bad. And then game two was even more of a stomp. And it's like, well... Oh shit, TL. Are they going to even make, are they even going to win a lower bracket series if they go down?
3: At, at, at that point, I was real hopeful that it was just going to be a 3 0 and I could go back to playing games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. But no, 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 no.
1: Bjergsen, it's Bjergson. It was Bjergson's turn to pull out the zillion. And he made it work. I think chronologically, fatty.
3: this one happened first. Well,
1: technically, I mean, Technically, Zillion, you can just rewind time anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: Oh true. shoot! <laughs> true. So Get real. different multiverse, board.
1: Nerd. <laughs> so so true, uh, Santorin bestie. played Vi, and <laughs> was, well, FBI Hui played Lucian Nami, and Santorin played Vi. So Bjerkson's like, I'm going to play Zillion, and I'm going to dive in with my Vi because that's how, how that's how few fucks I give at this point. So that was a, that was a fun game. The next game, closer dies ten times on Vi, and everyone's just like, "Well, shit, uh, uh ooh, what what happens now?" And TL played this Deathball comp, which is which is starting to become really popular. I l- love this whole like Seraphine Swain, like big bruiser. It's just. Goats from Overwatch, but coming over to my League of Legends caveman Dota experience where you just run people down and just unga bunga games. It's fantastic. So TL wins on that. We get Silver Scrapes. Hunter Thieves takes Blue Side, gets Senna Seraphine again, and it's like, well, shit, they've got the Death Ball. It's game over. And then closer picks Lee Sin. Which here it is, baby. which he said he hasn't played a lease-in game since spring. It's been couldn't m- tell th- over three months. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell because my man's was kicking Hansama into the entire entirety of Hundred Thieves
3: over and over again, making his life a living hell. Dude, he found like three separate kicks that had me just yelling, "What the fuck? How did he do that?" Like three separate times in one game. It was insane. It was actually
1: insane how well he was able to navigate fights and get the get the misfortune out of the game. So 100 Thieves wins was impressive. They go it's a big
0: gamble too, right? Because there's been yeah. lots of like high scaling jungle that's been a couple of the picks and pretty dominant overall, unless you're going for crazy CC. Mm-hmm. But Lee Sin's a pick, you gotta make a play with that mm-hmm. kick, or that's it. You're done. You can't do shit. And I mean, yeah. if
3: those plays don't go perfect, Lee Sin dies, Viego picks up his body and then goes in and can't be escaped from.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's over. That's over. It's, it's all ogre. There it is. It's all ogre now. All right. 100 Thieves. Maybe not the cleanest five games, but two out of those five were excellent, and the fifth game arguably was very, very good. Team Liquid, though. Ooh, how do we think about them? This is potentially the most expensive team ever assembled in League of Legends, and they don't have two of the three secured world's positions. There's only one spot left. There's four teams vying for it. There's been a more expensive
1: team. I'll tell you that, right. You now. think there's been more
0: expensive team?
1: There's been a more expensive really? team than this TL.
0: In NA? Yeah, I would say so. Damn sucks for them they should ask for more <laughs> i'm assuming it's a
3: previous team liquid roster
1: <laughs> well probably y- yes but no but yes
0: what does that even mean team curse <laughs> they <didn't have> money. <laughs> all right uh let's talk losers bracket now they got to make the run baby and the team liquid has to go through counter logic gaming tsm is going to face off against evil geniuses the winners will face each other later in the weekend. C9 versus 100 Thieves is your upper bracket. The winner goes to uh, overall winner's finals. The loser will drop down to loser's finals, which is why they've already secured Worlds because that guarantees them top three. When do these happen? Thank you for asking. Thursday, September 1st, later this week, 1 p.m. PST, Team Liquid will take on Counter Logic Gaming. Same time, different day, Friday the 2nd, 1 p.m. PST, Evil Geniuses will play TSM. That will decide the remaining teams in the lower bracket. Hey, look at that. Same exact time. On Saturday at 1 p.m. PST, 100 Thieves will take on Cloud9. Sunday, September 4th, will be that lower bracket matchup again with uh, the winner of Evil Geniuses versus TSM taking on the winner of Team Liquid CLG. So, gentlemen, let's talk about it CLG versus Team Liquid. In something that warms my heart to see. Everyone but one has selected counter or selected Team Liquid to win. Jax is actually the one standing alone with a five-game CLG victory over Team Liquid. The rest of us have a mix. Bickle and myself have a five-game series going Liquid's way. Badger has a 3-1, and Kangas and Mongoose both have a clean 3-0 for Team Liquid. Jax, I know you're ready to talk about this. Why does CLG win in five games?
3: I do not think this current iteration of Team Liquid deals well with aggression at all. We saw it in the 100 Thieves games that they crushed was 100 Thieves played aggressive. CLG and Cloud9 and EG are all aggressive teams. Team Liquid hasn't played any of them yet. So we got the first taste of them versus aggression against 100, and 100's the least aggressive of the teams. So, I think CLG matches up really well stylistically against Team Liquid. However, they're CLG, so I think it's a 3-2. Fra- frankly, if Damn. if this was... Like, if you just swapped where EG and T- CLG are, like, just mat- switch the matchups, I would have just said EG stomps them.
0: But... Mm. I I, I don't... I'm not impressed by Team Liquid at all. Okay. All right, Magus, you are at least impressed enough to pick a clean sweep for them over CLG. Why? I think they have all the right pieces,
2: and I think they have the better players just in general. Even if they don't deal well with aggression, I think that them just being better players will just kind of overcome anything that CLG can do early.
0: Okay. Badger, do you share the same sentiment? Well, which, game, which series, Tl About, about T L. Uh, yeah, we're still talking clg Tl. Come back to us.
1: Um, Stop
0: playing. I know you're playing PoE. Come yeah, on. Yeah, obviously. I'm, oh, God, <laughs> fuck, you figured me out. Um,
1: no, I'm trying to figure out... I'm trying to think who is the better aggressive team between CLG and 100 Thieves. I think that's kind of swaying it because I think 100 Thieves is one of the most aggressive teams with, like, EG, C9... I think CLG is kind of like a tier below right. it. And that's why I think TL stands a better chance yeah. in the series. Just it, by the
3: fact that. Hunter Thieves is a better aggressive team. CLG is a more aggressive team. That's yeah, the Yeah, but how many times
1: it. has that worked out for them in situations where they're like, we're going to, it's like, all I can think of is Shaq from the Lego movie being like, are y'all ready for this? And then. It gets countered, and he's like, "Oh no, they were ready for this." I can—that's <laughs> all I can think of with TL at this point. That—that's fine. I don't know. I don't know. I just—I think CLG. I think Hundred Thieves is more calculated when their aggression. Yes. I think CLG is more aggressive. it doesn't do enough calculations, so that—that's—that could lead to their downfall. CLG's who, who the CLG is more willing to flip aggression. CLG could three aggression. out this series. TL could 3 other series. There's just such high variance. Yeah. I just threw a dart at a dartboard and was like, okay, TL-3-1.
3: CLG
0: is right, much well, more willing to coin to chew flip on. their aggression. What do you think the record is between CLG and Team Liquid this split? This CLG, CLG is, like a is 2-0, 2-0. Wrong, isn't it? hmm
3: I was going to say, because no, all actually, time I know it's
0: heavily yeah, TL-favored. but It is 1-1, and on both games, CLG was blue side. Okay. Yeah.
3: Oh, right, because yeah. they each get side match. selection once. It's not they yeah. each play a mm-hmm. game on each side. And TL yeah. loves to pick red side.
0: So just something to chew on there. CLG has, has beaten Team Liquid. In fact, the most recent match was their victory over Team Liquid. So on blue side? I've got mm. Team Liquid winning this. Yeah, both on okay. blue side. Um, I've got Team Liquid winning this solely to secure the victory for CLG. Uh, I do not have a good reason for this. I do not think CLG is the better team. I don't even think they're the... like Even Team Liquid could draft like Stinky Poo Poo, um, but CLG would have to close out games before mid to late game when Team Liquid turns on. I think the CLG team is better at that than previous iterations, for sure. But I don't know if they're that good. It requires a lot to go right in specifically the contracts for Santorin face-off. And I, yeah. I think contracts has a lot of chaos, and that can maybe screw up Santorin, but it's, it's a huge, huge deal. That matters massively. Top lane's also crazy volatile. wippo versus Dokla, these are the two carry top lane players remaining in the LCS. I have zero idea what's going to happen. We get some ego matchups up top, baby, which I'd be really excited for. But we didn't even talk about it. Ergot got pulled out by wippo twice last week?
2: Yeah, and, and it was twice. Yeah, right? twice. And they won the game that no one was really talking about and lost the game where it was like, oh, Wippo should just have an easy time in this game and should just absolutely shred. <laughs> did not and it did, did not, work. not. They camped that lane so hard. The,
3: uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, they did. The Wippo uh, conundrum.
0: They cut um, off all of Ergot's legs that game. <laughs> <laughs> D legged like a crab. Uh. All right. That's CLG versus Team Liquid. TSM versus EG. We have this a lot more favorite for one team here. Uh, just kidding. It's the exact same. EG is the selection for almost all of us, except for one person who always believed in TSM, who never doubted them. Team speak Not Maple. for one second. Uh, Mongoose. It's uh, Team Speak of Maple, TSM. and sometimes some other people
2: that do fairly well, mm-hmm. sometimes, but not all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
2: You got them into 3 1. I mean, How does that happen? I picked EG to lose this week. So, uh, you know, this is uh, just making going. it happen. Ooh. The uh, scriptwriters okay. are, are listening to this episode as it comes out, and they're like, what did Mongoose pick? And, and that's what they <laughs> This go is what
0: with. You, would, you would select. TSM versus Team Liquid for the final world spot, not CLG versus TSM?
2: I mean, I put... Come on, if, if man. If TL wins, then great. I got my prediction right. If TL loses, uh, my heart is happy. Ah, mm. uh, okay. All right. your bets. With this, this, I'm all in, in on TSM. Always have been. Never doubted them for a second. Put them fourth <laughs> in regular season. They're going to get fourth here. I swear. <laughs>
0: I love it. All right. The rest of us are uh, thinking the exact opposite. Most of us have EG 3-0 clean sweep. Badger, once again, with the most boring score in league history. EG 3-1. I'm not even going to pick you because that's so boring. Jax, (laughs) why does EG (laughs) clean sweep this? Because TSM fucking sucks. (laughs) All right. I kind of agree with that. I think EG got a little too big ego against C9. They learned a lot of their... Uh, maybe weaknesses, and I don't think TSM can exploit them even remotely. TSM's best thing that they can do is like the U.S. Army manual joke, which is rule number one, the enemy can't know what we're doing if we don't know what we're doing. Uh, and that might be the best way for them to beat EG, but I don't think they can consistently come out ahead with that. C9 versus 100 Thieves. Uh, whoo, 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 whoo. Upper bracket matchup. I think most of us are still shocked to see C9 here. Uh, despite that we have an exactly even split cast i have 100 thieves as does kangas and bickle a variation of 3-1 for myself and bickle kangas has a full five game series Jax has a five game series going c9's way badger once again boring as fuck c9 3-1 mongoose clean sweep for c9 okay all right Badger, I'll let you talk about this. You know what? One. Just know to spite really you,
1: every prediction I do from now on is going to
3: be
0: 3-1. <laughs> just change mm. them all. That doesn't right spite now. spite me. I just this I just I
1: just changed them all. Hurt yourself.
0: <laughs> this only destroys your own soul. Hey, you cannot hurt me. So, uh, go for C9's, it. c 9s
1: I I'm going on the record right now after last weekend's game. I think C9 wins NA. Hot damn. I, I don't think TL can match uh or I don't think a hundred thieves can match C nine at all in this series. And it's gonna take the one good Abadaga game that he has in him in this entire best of five to beat Jensen.
0: Huh. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Oh hmm. interesting. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hmm, okay C9, 3-0 Mongoose, you've got them winning 3-0 Do you you agree? Uh, I mean, C9 looks
2: like they're Firing on all cylinders And Zven isn't having to play The engaged supports So uh, I think C9 is Actually just gonna 3-0 Here and 3-0 in finals And it's gonna be a really boring end to the split Hmm
0: Hmm. Okay, right, Jax you disagree. It's a five-game series at least. What's going on here? Cloud9 is going to go back to the well, and
3: they're going to reverse sweep 100 Thieves.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. the C9
3: classic.
0: I love Including it. The Lose guy. two
3: games to give 100 Thieves fans yes. false hope, and then sweep them mm-hmm. to absolutely ruin them.
0: Okay. All right. I'm the only one here who's picking 100 Thieves. The other two members are not with me to back me up. Uh, I think Jensen has been phenomenal. and I think that's the strongest point for C9 over 100 Thieves. I don't think someday gets as hard exposed as Impact does, because Impact for EG is just there to eat whatever the top lane of the opponent will throw at them. Whereas 100 Thieves is more than happy to put Someday on a more advantageous matchup and put JoJo on something semi meta or wave clear or yeah, wave clear oriented. So that's the EG method. And 100 Thieves with Someday and Abadage, I think the concern is Abadage has had some rough games, including against Team Liquid. I thought he was kind of stinky doo doo. We didn't talk much about him in particular because he's had some really high highs. In a couple of games, he'll make the game-winning play, but the rest of the game, you kind of forget about it. He was really, really bad, whereas Jensen has been excellent throughout. If Abba can avoid, though, the level 3 gank that was Blabber's bread and butter against evil geniuses, I think he goes even enough to keep Jensen within the lane, and 100 Thieves' rest of the map runs them over. I think they're too good and too consistent. I'm not sold yet on Fudge, um, I, I think he played really well against, uh, specifically, EG. I did not think he played that well against CLG, and I think that's a massive point of concern for C9. Bot lane's pretty good, except for Sven's just makes me scratch my head several times. But he's getting better. He's getting into it, which is why I have a 3-1 for 100 Thieves. Okay, winner of CLG, Team Liquid takes on TSM, winner of TSM's uh, EG. You would think we'd have four different teams possible moving on from here. You would think incorrectly. In fact, none of us believe in one team actually making it this far and out of this matchup. That team, Jax, could you tell the audience? CLG? No, no, no. I misunderstood. The, the question. only team that we do not show as a winner ah. for CLG, Team Liquid versus TSMEG, the only team none of us think will make gotcha. it out of here is Team Liquid. Sorry, I thought you were so actually to, speaking. To say congratulations
1: that to TL for making it <laughs> Team Liquid, yes. <laughs> congratulations, you've done it.
0: For some terrible, awful reason, two of us have CLG. I have a CLG 3 0 for the memes. Let's fucking go, baby. I'm just. Uh, Jax has a full game CLG. Sean,
3: I put my predictions in before you. You didn't have to do
0: this. You're right. But none at this point, listen. If they beat Team Liquid, I've won. Okay? I have won. They don't have to make worlds at that point. I personally have won. So anything beyond this is extra. I'm going full send, baby. CLG kicks everyone else's ass. CLG to the moon. I'm going to see him in San Francisco. Let's fucking go. Jax has a full five-game banger. CLG coming out on top over Evil Geniuses. Uh, Kangas has EG beating Team Liquid. Badger has EG beating Team Liquid as well. Bickle, EG beating Team Liquid. You guys are fucking boring. Uh, Mongoose, there it is. Baby. TSM with the 3-2 over Team Liquid. Badger, EG 3-1. Why? Are they just the best team of these bottom four by I, far? I
1: think they're just the best team of the bottom four by far. Pains me to say it, but at the same time, it is what it is.
0: So... Yeah? Go, GG go, Gigi, go um, next. I think that's more than fair to say. Uh, Mongoose, you definitely disagree, because EG doesn't even make it out of their match against TSM. Uh, TSM 3-2's Team Liquid. Yeah? They just Why?
2: got the best player in, in North America right now. That's uh, all I can really say. Uh, if TSM does it, I will look like a god. If they uh, don't, then I will look very, 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 very stupid. But... I've been looking very, 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 very stupid most of the split, so full send.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: there's no downsides here. We all
0: look very, very stupid constantly. Yeah, exactly. That you that's mean? literally
3: this podcast. We might as well rename the podcast, A Bunch of Guys Look Very, Very, Very Stupid Every Week.
0: That should be the subtitle, The League Rundown, or A Bunch of Monkeys Look Really Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> on, on tape. Caught live on tape. Caught 4K. Oh, speaking of. I think that's it. That's all we got. That's all the matchups. There are only goddamn seven best of fives in the West this upcoming yep. weekend.
1: Plus, uh, and if plus if anyone's wondering more in the East,
0: so mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if anyone's wondering, maybe why LCS and LEC have not transitioned to a best of in the regular season, the amount of league you have to watch this weekend may yep. do it for you. But that is gonna do it for us. All right, gentlemen, we made it. Uh, we only lost one of our own along the way. Uh, Poor one <laughs> out for raided by
1: Raided by the Valorant squad. <laughs> Wish
0: Kangas
3: a happy birthday.
0: Yeah, please do, guys. It's his birthday. It's why he couldn't make it. That's actually why Riot needed him out of the studios. Uh, it was his birthday party. They needed to make sure he made it there on time. Yes. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you could give a five-star salute for Kangas, uh, wherever you are listening to this, uh, whatever podcast app you're using, you would appreciate it. Maybe just a thumbs up, and you can use it to press the F key as well uh, to pay your respects for uh, for a fallen soldier, for the muted man himself. Uh, that's going to do it, though. Damn, we did it. We actually did this
2: quickly. Uh, it was Kangas, by the way. Hey, guys. Kangas was the one that muted himself for those non Yes, Kangas was the one. listeners.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone who's currently predicting that i was the one who somehow <laughs> muted his own microphone it was kangas you it's god fantastic. damn Neanderthals. how dare you i don't think anyone at this point has actually voted for no. kangas. almost everyone has voted for me yep. or jacks what the hell guys? I, also i said this on the uh. patrons
3: but i can't remember if big spoon is a patron or not so big spoon fuck you
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, i didn't go. get any votes we'll get one you thank
2: you so much
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, bon Goose didn't get one, and neither did Kengis. Badger, did you get one? Yeah, uh, I got okay, um, good. Bean. Bean voted for me. All but right. Badger All also right, baited the, the vote, so. I also did bait the vote. It's true. You <laughs> it's did, your own damn you fault. Did.
0: All right, guys. No more baiting. We're getting out of here. Thank you guys for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next bye week. Bye bye.